welcome into the Committed to Christ podcast. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? This I, Well, I already know how you're doing. You're doing great. <laughs> I am. So, I could use a little sunshine, though. I'll just, a I, little? That's all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on outside. I know. I know. Not the S-O-N, the S-U-N. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so have you been outside to take a look at your son's hood on his car? I saw it through the window. And what did you think? Ho, ho, ho. Isn't that cute? <laughs> That's cute, So yes. today, uh, Aaron had a bright idea yeah. of wrapping his hood in... Wrapping, wrapping paper, paper I yeah. guess. That's, he's, I, he's getting into the Christmas spirit. Yeah, and I thought, what? What are we doing? And yeah. uh, it, it actually looks pretty good, you know, to be honest with you. He has fun doing that kind of thing. Yeah, I know. Right? He And we were going down the road, uh-huh. and it started ripping and tearing, so he... he he drove off into the Dollar General parking lot and we bought a roll of packing tape and we taped it, taped it back down. People were kind of give us a couple of stares. It's like, it's all right. I don't care anymore. I'm past that As long as he's not driving down the road and it flies up off the hood onto the windshield and can't see where he's going. Now that could be, there was a time in my life where I actually, I cared about what other people thought. Yeah. You know, I didn't Mm -hmm. want to see him. Yeah. I didn't want people to see me doing something odd mm-hmm. like that, but I'm past that now. I don't care if they think I'm nuts or not. Yeah, uh, my kids having fun, so you know, right, big deal. So, so I have a, um, I pose a question to you. Uh oh. A lot of people have fears that like this is the worst thing that could ever happen to me in my life. Oh, I pray that that never happens to me. Or they say things like, I can't believe, I don't know what I would do if that happened to me. Right. Right. You you talk about things like that. Well, I want to read to you and our listeners a story about a guy who fell off a cruise ship. This is a real story. This is a real story. Now, you and I both know, because we've been on a cruise. Yes. How huge these boats are. Yeah. Ginormous. It's a long drive. Yeah. It's exactly (laughs) from the from the deck. Yeah. Right. Uh, up above. Right. Where where most of the activities are going on. You look. Well, you really can't get that close to the side from where I remember. Unless from that's where from your we room. Were. Maybe there was a balcony off of his room. Well, that or that could have been. But still. Yeah. But either. Okay. Anyway, so let me let me just read you this story. Okay. So this is from People Magazine. So I have to okay. give credit where credit is due. All right. When was this? Um, this actually happened the week of Thanksgiving. Oh, so it hasn't been that so long. So they, uh, as I read this, uh-huh. I'm, there's some days in here. He he actually, he fell off the day before Thanksgiving. Oh. And they plucked him out of the water on Thanksgiving. Whoa. Yeah. There's a thanks thing, thanks thing to be thankful for, right? <laughs> Thanksgiving <Exactly>. gift. <laughs> exactly. Okay. okay. So it says the passenger who fell off a cruise ship last week said he spent 20 hours in the water before he was rescued by the Coast Guard. James Grimes, 28 years old, was pulled from the Gulf of Mexico last Thursday after falling off the carnival ship Valor on the night before Thanksgiving. In an interview with ABC News, the Alabama man said he was dead set on making it out of the ordeal alive. My worst fear is drowning, he told ABC News, and that was something I did not want to have to face. Grimes was on a cruise to Cozumel, Mexico with 18 members of his family when he fell off the Valor last week, ABC News reported. Grimes was last seen at a restaurant where he told his sister he was going to the bathroom. He said he does not remember excusing himself or his plunge into the Gulf of Mexico, only regaining consciousness in the water with no boat in sight. I can't even imagine. So did he black out on the way to the bathroom? He doesn't know. Oh, 
So the story continues here. He said, the Lord was with me when I was out there, he told ABC News, because something was holding me up the whole time when I was passed out. Wow. The next morning, Grimes' sister reported him missing after she learned he had not returned to his cabin. The while, next morning? Yeah, yeah. While treading water for hours, Grimes fought rip currents and animals, including jellyfish and an unknown creature that bumped his leg but did not bite him, he said. Wow. Grimes told ABC News he was losing energy when a stick came floating by. It looked like bamboo, he said, so I started eating on it. As nightfall came back around, Grimes said he became increasingly concerned but told himself to just keep swimming. I felt like I was given a chance right then. You're alive for a reason. That fall could have killed me, he said, but I felt like from that moment on, I was trying to stay positive. And you know, when you're here, you're still alive for a reason. So he's talking about being on the earth. Right. There's a reason that we're here. After hours in the water, Grimes eventually spotted a tanker ship. He said he used his last bit of energy to swim to the vessel, which later contacted the Coast Guard for help. Richard Hoefel, a Coast Guard aviation survival technician for the New Orleans Division, told local news stations that Grimes had about 30 seconds to a minute left before he would have died in the water. Grimes told ABC News he stripped off his clothes but waved his socks at rescuers when he saw them approaching. Now, I read an article on another news source that said he did that to stay help him stay afloat because his clothes were saturated right, and it okay. was weighing him down. Upon handing Grimes a rescue sling, Hof told CBS affiliate WWL-TV that he had just collapsed right into it. Grimes was very confused and disoriented when rescuers reached him. Maintaining a positive mindset through the harrowing ordeal helped Grimes survive, he believes. I always thought there's a greater purpose for my life, he told ABC News. Now I know for sure I meant to do something on this earth. Wow. What a A story. story. Yeah, I can't even imagine what was going through his mind while he was out there. The fact that he said something was underneath him, keeping him afloat. Yeah, but still he had to put in effort. Right, he had to make a choice that he was gonna he was gonna live. And, and if you just put yourself in those sh- those shoes for just a second, Mm-mm. you're in the middle of the ocean, the I Gulf of Mexico, imagine. which is known right for a high population of sharks. Oh. And he was said he was fighting off jellyfish. Now I've I got tangled up with a jellyfish one time, and that was not fun. No, um, no, and you got to run to shore, but and the, cry. <laughs> <laughs> he had to just stay in the water and float. He couldn't yeah, cry. Right, there was no crying. No crying. No. no, but he was driven to survive. Right, because he knew he had a purpose on this earth. So the scripture, a couple of scriptures, um, I want to cover tonight. We're going to be out of Acts chapter twenty. Yeah, starting in verse twenty-two. This is Paul when he's on his third missionary journey, heading back to Jerusalem, he's talking to the elders of the Ephesian church. And starting in verse 22, he says, And now, compelled by the Spirit, I am going to Jerusalem, not knowing what will happen to me there. I only know that in every city the Holy Spirit warns me that prison and hardships are facing me. However, I consider my life worth nothing to me My only aim is to finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me, the task of testifying to the good news of God's grace. Wow. That's what drove Paul. He was compelled by by God 
to preach the gospel of the Lord Jesus. Because as we all know, Jesus did a huge work in Paul's life. Right. And and he has tasked him with going on these missionary journeys proclaiming the gospel. Go ahead. You had something. Well, I was just thinking about this and because I, I think in my own mind, either one of those situations, even being Paul, when God calls you to do something and they and then he tells you this is what's going to happen. You know, you know it's going to bring affliction. You know it's going to bring, right. it could bring death. Mm-hmm. I don't think right now, me sitting here, I think, oh, I don't want to do that. Right. You know? But that's the grace of the grace of God, the great the Holy Spirit that just maybe helps you in the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't because you don't think about doing things like that. There's, I'm sure, the man that was floating in the water never thought in a, in a million years he would be floating in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean with with nothing, no no life pres- preserver at all. You know, yeah, right? And just like Paul, I mean, maybe it was like a I don't I just think about circumstance like it's it's a a continual thing, and God equips you in the moment, right? And and he he was bound and determined to make it out of there, right? To make it out of the out of the ocean, right? I mean, how and Paul was bound and determined that he was going to go where God told him to go, right? Right. Despite all the circumstances that were going to happen, and I was as I was preparing for this tonight, I was reading just reading through Second Corinthians chapter eleven when Paul's talking about boasting, uh-huh. right? He said he's being a fool because he's going to boast and all the things that have happened to him. I mean. It says here he, he's been flogged more severely. He had been exposed to death again and again. Five times he received from the Jews the 40 lashes minus one. Three times he was beaten with rods. Once he was pelted with stones. Three times he was shipwrecked. He spent a night and a day in the open sea. And he's been constantly on the move. He's, he's been, been in danger from rivers and dangers from bandits and danger from fellow Jews and danger from Gentiles and danger from city to city and danger in the country and danger at sea and in danger from false believers. And us Americans have no idea what that's like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We have no idea. Right. You know, right. we get our feelings hurt and we're ready to cry. Mm-hmm. Somebody said this about me. You know? Right. You know? But wow. the, the, whole, the whole point of all this, though, is that God had a destination for Paul. God has a destination for Mr. Grimes, who, right. we, who we read about in the news article today. Right. God has a destination for you. Right. He has one for me. He has one for every believer in Christ. Right. And he is going to see that you get there as long as we are submitting to his will in our life. Right. right? And that is so important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, just even because in my mind, it's rolling through my mind right now. And I'm thinking, God, I will do it. If that's what I'm supposed to do. I believe you'll give me the strength. Right. Amen right? to that. To get, to get through it, whatever it is. Absolutely. To back that up, Philippians 1 6 tells us, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. That's good. He's faithful. Right. He's, he he's, is. It's not going to crumble. It's not going right. to fall apart halfway through. Right. If we stay faithful to him, right. shipwrecked, whatever can happen in our lives. Right. That's really good. You know, it makes me think with Paul, you look at him and you think he's somebody in the Bible and he's like this hero. Mm-hmm. And so when you read about it, it's hard to make it real because he's, he's a long time ago and you don't really know him. And it seems like he's done everything right. You know, he's this really tough guy. But then when you read verses like that, it makes you really realize that he was a human being. And then you hear the story about the man from the cruise ship, which is like our day. Yeah. It's something that happened, you know, in our day. And you asked me at the beginning, 
if I ever thought about a fear, like what, you know, everyone has fears. And so one of the things that I was immediately what I think of when you say that, and it's because it's something recent in my life, the death thing, Uh you know, losing my mom and now being with my dad, I see with my dad how he's continuing on with life, but there's an emptiness, you know, and even I know for us, there's a hollowness for holidays and it's just not the same and adjusting and everything. God is faithful. God is faithful. And I think, what would I do if I was in that situation? You know, God, I don't, what, what if I'm the one that's left? Mm-hmm. You know, there's all kinds of things that run through my mind. I could go, oh, like, which kid would I have to live with? Oh, that, that's a whole nother fear. <laughs> you know, but, but like really the fear of, of that and, and not, not thinking about, yes, God is faithful. Well, you, if you put yourself, like I said, if you put yourself in this man's shoes, right. Mr. Grimes' right. shoes, he's alone. Yeah. He's in, actually, he's in a sea with things that can kill him. He had the fear, yes. And exactly. he's looking around yeah. in the physical. Yeah. And there's no side of land. There's no there's no boat. There's right. nothing. And then the sun goes down. Right. And it's dark. You can imagine the conversations that he probably had with God. When he said that he felt like something was holding him up. Mm. And when he said that, I'm sure that that had so much more of an impact when when they put it in that article, when he was saying it, I'm sure that he felt it. He didn't just say it. Right. He, he had to feel that the whole time because that, that would be really scary. Yeah. Right. You just, God had to be there. And the thing is he got rescued at the, at the, almost the very end. Yeah. 30 seconds. The guy said he had like 30 seconds of life left in his physical body. Right. What and a that's when they, sustainment. they, yeah, that's when they came in and they, they rescued him. And you may be feeling that way today. You may yeah. be feeling like you I are can't in do a it sea. Anymore. There's things all around you yes. that are trying to kill you. Right. There's no hope in sight. There's no land. There's no ship. Right. There's nothing. There's nowhere. But, but at God. the last minute, God, God will come in yes. and rescue you. Yes, in ways that you didn't even know. And he will get you to where he wants you to be. Right. I'm just amazed he made it over to the, to the I mean, it was so God. How did he make it over to the other ship? You know, how did he have the, yeah, just, it's amazing to me. I cannot imagine. So yes, absolutely. God is always there. Amen. Are you cutting me off? (laughs) It's time to be done now. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to, uh, committed to Christ. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Be nice to me, Greg. I am. We love you guys. And we will talk to you next time.